Everyone is not your customer. And this week, as I spoke to Laurie Nechtel, I'm even more convinced that finding a niche is the right way to approach your marketing. Of course, Laurie is from Canada, and I just love the way she says niche. Okay, here's the show. Today, we are traveling a little bit north to have a conversation with Lori Nechtel. She is with Trust Marketing, and she's located up in Canada. Hey, Lori, how's the weather up there? You know what? We are getting well above freezing temperatures today, Lorraine. It is um, very rainy, very mild, and um, we had a white Christmas, but all that snow is disappearing quickly. Awesome. Well, I am glad that you guys had snow for the holidays and that it's cleared up nicely. Yes, I, it's the only time I, I like snow, actually, is for, for the Christmas, and then it can go away. I'm, I'm, I'm not a snow sports girl, so this is just fine with me. We had mild weather, so I was very happy about that because I'm not a snow girl either. All right, so let's get down to the conversation that we really want to talk about today, which is selecting a niche for your business. And, you know, for years I've told people they need to focus, focus, focus. You really crystallized this, but why is choosing a niche so important for your business? I think I've learned from my mistakes, if I'm honest. Um, I started my first business, Emotivate Marketing, in 2007. And it was a marketing and design, is a marketing and design business. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a general audience, which, you know, I, I heard from a number of people. And I always understood kind of intellectually why to choose a niche but it always felt like if you choose a niche, if you choose a, only a specific, if you really narrow your target audience, it's it feels like you're you're cutting a lot of the potential business out of your horizon. But you know, in reality, the opposite is is true. So how how is that? I mean, because you're, you're right, it it does feel like well, but if I'm not going to do business with them, how does that grow my business? Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, if we look at not choosing a niche. Um, when when you generalize, it means that you have that many more competitors because there are a lot of generalists out there, especially in the marketing field. Um, marketing agencies um, tend, especially small businesses, startups and, and small businesses, even up to medium size, if they're not choosing a niche either, then they're your competition. And so when you don't specialize, it means that you've got a lot of competitors out there and you're all vying for the same piece of this humongous pie. So choosing a niche allows you to get really focused and it allows you to better target your audience and really super position yourself among them and cut out a lot of your competition because they don't have the credentials, the experience, the knowledge that you do that allows you to to um, target this specific piece of the overall pie. You know, when I hear you say that, I think about the old expression about being a jack of all trades and a master of none. Absolutely. And you know, when you do this, when you find a niche, 
you actually become a master of that niche. Absolutely. And I think once you find a niche, you know, the key is finding the right niche for you. Um, Because once you find that, now with um, our new business, I, I, I partnered with a colleague of mine, uh, and and we've created this business, Trust Marketing, and we we specialize in the construction, renovation, and and home services or trades uh, area. And once you find that niche that you know you're going to serve, you don't feel like you're leaving anything on the table, or you're you know you're you're excluding a, a big portion of business. Um, because it, it allows, it makes you feel confident and allows you to be able to proceed and feel a lot more focused about your trajectory and the path that you're going to take. So if I may, you know, I think it's important to consider uh, how you how you choose a niche, Lorraine. Absolutely. I love that was going to be my next question. You anticipated. <laughs> so, you know, it's really as difficult as it can be to choose a niche. Really, you need to just reflect on clients that you've had in the past. Who are your favorite clients? What were your favorite projects? And what about them, both the projects and the clients, made them your favorite? You know, are there any commonalities among your favorites? And don't discount the consideration of, you know, the projects that were the most lucrative as well. I mean, money isn't everything, but it sure is why we're in business, isn't it? So so certainly, you know, keep that in mind. Um, but But think about the characteristics, not just the industries that they were in, but the way that the project flowed with the client, and then think about how you can get more of that type of project. Who do you identify or sympathize with? Um, are you a member of a community organization that you want to do you more you want to do more of that kind of work, either in you know in the nonprofit space, uh, bless your heart. Um, you know, and and think about the types of clients that, that really spark your creativity, spark your passion, you know, get those creative juices flowing, the ones where you're excited the whole way through the project and sad when it's over, which, you know, you, you probably, if, if you're like me, you can't say that about all your projects. So, you know, that's, that's a good, uh, a, a good way to identify a niche as well. As you're talking about this, I think about one of the other really important benefits of becoming part of any community is as you get to know the people and you become one of them, you increase the chances of referrals. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And the, the circles are much tighter. So once you do identify um, your niche and you start operating within that circle, it's a smaller circle, but birds of a feather flock together. So I, I think of this in terms of um, say, being a member of a chamber of commerce, which is a general small business type uh, networking uh, opportunity. And, and I don't discount the opportunity at all. But compare that to being in an industry specific, you know, having a membership in an industry specific group or networking group where they're getting together to learn, to share, um, et cetera. 
and think about the increased opportunity. It's like shooting fish in a barrel, if I may, right? And, you know, one of the other things as you're talking about this, I think about, you know, whether you're an accountant or a lawyer or or in marketing, there's a certain amount of once you once you learn that industry, you know the questions to ask, you kind of build that expertise a little bit. That's right. And and that's another point when you're choosing a niche, you know, do you have any industry specific knowledge or skills or certifications? Or are there some that relate to your business that you can get will, that will help you not just appeal to that industry, but better understand that industry? For example, um, with Trust Marketing, I'm a house uh, marketing certified uh, or house certified marketing specialist, I should say. Uh, so house is a, is specific to the industry that we operate within. So it's very helpful um, to understand that platform and know how it can be applied to uh, the, you know, my, our, our clients um, uh, marketing strategies. Absolutely. And especially, I think, as social media becomes more fragmented, there are businesses that need to be on house. There are businesses that need to be on Twitter or Instagram and others that don't. And so selecting that niche, I think you really nailed the idea there that you can develop that kind of core expertise that makes you even more valuable. Absolutely. And, and another way to choose a niche, you know, if you've, if you've got one in mind, have a conversation with uh, some people who operate either within or around the periphery of that industry. And you'll learn very quickly whether or not that industry requires your services. And again, that, you know, with trust marketing, we've had several different people say that, you know, the construction renovation and and trades industry, that home services um, industry is severely underserved, uh, at least in our area, but I think uh, more broadly as well. So you want to do a little bit of due diligence, have some conversations with people in your network who are in the know. Um, Use LinkedIn if if you you choose to uh, participate in some groups and really get a firm understanding of what the needs are and if in fact they are under served because that is a that presents a tremendous opportunity for you awesome this has been such a great conversation i can't believe how quickly the time has flown thank you so much for taking the time to visit with us today thanks lorraine it was my pleasure i really appreciate you having me on it's always fun to catch up and i i hope we get to do it in person sometime soon that would be lovely that would be lovely If you have enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to know more about Lori and her new company, be sure to check out their website at trustmarketing.ca. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.